0: It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, Raiders resignation. Coach John Gruden stepping down overnight. Leaked emails showing sexist, racist, and homophobic language targeting players and NFL officials. A live report straight ahead. Shelf life. I think it's for a time the new normal, I think we can expect this well into 2022 from snacks to paper goods and even toiletries the story behind the supermarket shortages frustrating customers makes me kind of angry like why what to know with the holiday shopping season fast approaching. Plus tackling hunger. Okay. (laughs) How the Kansas City Chiefs are taking down a tough issue, hunger in their community. It's really important. You can never have enough food, to be honest. The program they're partnering with to keep kids fed. And peek out her window. We'll check in with Dylan and baby Rusty. Plus, a look at her new children's book, The Many Reasons to Celebrate, today, Tuesday, October 12th, 2021.
1: From Portland,
2: Oregon. Girls trip. From Houston. Here for my baby
3: moon. From New Orleans.
0: Here for Jackson's birthday trip.
3: From Nashville, Tennessee.
4: We're the Turner family.
3: And Collette here was born epileptic, but today we're
2: celebrating one year seizure-free. Hi, we're the Ross family, and we love watching the Today Show. Hi, we're so excited to start our day with you all. From El Paso, Texas fiftieth birthday. Celebrating our thirtieth
5: anniversary at
0: the Today Show. After
5: eighty-four combined years in education, we, we retired. Oh. <laughs> Fired up! I love it.
0: Come on, Walker Hayes. A little Applebee's on a date night. Let's go. Welcome back to Today. We're so happy that you're with us. On this Tuesday morning, that song puts you in a good mood. Mr. Jan. Uh, Mr. Jack. Uh, yeah. uh, by the way,
6: folks, we're working on a really interesting story for you tomorrow here on today. Cynthia McFadden exploring a potential secret to living longer, and here's the thing: it's free, cool. but there's a catch Yeah,
5: it involves foraging for your food yes. foraging Cynthia is going to introduce us to a chef who specializes in that practice mm. eager to show everybody why his unique creations could hold the key to a longer oh, healthier I'm interested life than that really? it's going to be a fascinating right.
0: one let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock guys one of the NFL's most well-known coaches John Gruden of the Las Vegas Raiders resigned suddenly overnight after a series of offensive emails surfaced NBC Steve Patterson joins us now with the very latest hey Steve good morning
4: Hoda, good morning to you. This was a stunning fall from grace with shocking language in those emails, including a torrent of sexist, racist, anti-gay language aimed at a slew of targets ranging from players to league officials. They were discovered in a separate workplace investigation during the time Gruden was an analyst for ESPN. In them, Gruden uses a racist trope to describe NFL union chief DeMaurice Smith. He uses offensive language to insult NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. He disparages players who protested during the national anthem, pans female referees, mocks concussion protocols. He even uses a homophobic slur to describe the league's first openly gay player, Michael Sam, with Carl Nasib the first active player to publicly come out, now on his own roster. Gruden exited with an apology to his team. The focus will now be on the 650,000 emails the league was combing through as part of their investigation into the Washington football team and what it may reveal about the other franchises or other people that were mentioned with more bombshells likely to follow. Hoda.
5: All right, Steve Patterson for us there. Steve, thank you. One of the nation's best-known universities has declared a mental health crisis, as student's deal with the usual stress but compounded by the COVID pandemic. NBC's Ann Thompson tells us what's being done
7: to help this pretty extraordinary move. It really is an extraordinary move, Savannah. And there are no classes today for the 30,000 undergrad and graduate students at the University of North Carolina's Chapel Hill campus. Instead, school leaders want students to take a wellness day to rest and check in on each other as officials investigate one possible suicide and what they believe is an attempted suicide this past weekend. At UNC Chapel Hill, often cited as one of the country's most beautiful college campuses, there is a prominent sense of grief, says one student. This morning, University Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz writing bluntly, we are in the middle of a mental health crisis, both on our campus and across our nation. We almost have a second pandemic on our hands, like with mental health and suicide. On Saturday, one student was found dead of an apparent suicide in a residence hall. And on Sunday, police received a call for an attempted suicide. Both incidents, according to campus police logs, reviewed by NBC's Raleigh affiliate WRAL. Monday, Chancellor Guskowitz spoke virtually with faculty to explain the decision to cancel today's classes.
4: We heard overwhelmingly that our students were in need of some time to just pull back, to be with one another.
7: Along with the Wellness Day, UNC will create a special support network this week for anyone who needs mental health resources or help with the news that has shaken its campus. In the coming weeks, it will also launch a campus-wide campaign to promote and support mental health awareness. But some students say it is not enough. The
8: school is, it's trying, but as we see that it is failing and it needs so much, so
7: much more input. Mental health is a growing issue on campuses across the country.
3: It is the biggest crisis among college students that there has ever been in our country.
7: A Healthy Minds survey of 33,000 college students found 39% reported depression, 21% severe depression, and 13% had suicidal thoughts. Mental health experts say it's critical for students to reach out when they need help. Adding college faculty members can also take small steps to help ease student stress.
3: Be really thoughtful when you think about assignments, when you think about timing of tests. Take college students' mental health seriously.
7: Now, the stigma around mental health is receding. 94% of college students in that very same survey said they wouldn't judge anyone for seeking help. So if you or someone you know is in crisis, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800- 273 8255 or text home to 741 741 to reach a trained counselor.
6: Mm. All right, we're going to put that information on the website as well. Good, because we're yeah, to be it's texted. very,
7: it's very very important. Thank, Thank, you,
6: Thank you, you, Ann. Uh, a Texas boy back home this morning after surviving nearly four days alone in the woods. Three year old Christopher Ramirez was released from the hospital on Monday and he was greeted with loud cheers from family members and friends. The young boy. But was apparently playing with the neighbor's dog last Wednesday when he wandered off. Christopher was found three days later, about five miles from his home. His mother called it a miracle, saying, quote, words cannot
0: describe how I felt when I held him for the first time. Mm, wow. That could have been a boost. Yeah, sure could have. But I got another one for you. A little fun morning boost here, guys. How about this? An animal rescue group with a unique twist is getting some well-deserved attention thanks to this really sweet video that's really taken off online. So here's what it shows. A recent mission by Alabama Rescue Puppy Flights, volunteers <laughs> gather dogs from overcrowded shelters in Alabama, then they pile onto a small plane for a short hop to Central Florida where they have a better chance of being adopted. So the the passengers and pilot look like they're totally cozied up. 27 dogs <laughs> shared every square inch of the cabin for that journey. The pilot on this flight, Michael Young has personally flown more than 7,000 dogs to brighter futures. Yeah, that looks rough. That does. Oh <laughs> but I'll bump. A little roker. <laughs> the
5: spirit of roker is right with right you. Right. Yeah.
6: It's a doggone good boost. Yes, it yeah. is.
5: Just ahead. Higher prices, cause it's cause this could go on. Fewer options, the empty shelves leaving shoppers frustrated from coast to coast even before the start of the holiday rush.
6: We've got everything you need to know about the supply chain shortages that experts fear could last a lot longer than you think.
8: That's right after this. We're
5: back with today's consumer. Carson joins us in this morning, a major issue you may have noticed if you've done any shopping recently.
9: Yeah, we've been talking about this for weeks now. It's the shipping crisis that's delaying deliveries from coast to coast. And so now we're seeing the impact of it.
0: And that's empty shelves at the store.
10: NBC's Kristen Dahlgren has
0: more that we need to know. Hey, Kristen,
10: Good morning. Good morning, guys. Yeah, raise your hand if you're having flashbacks. I just went inside the store to check things out and saw it was pretty sparse in the aisle with juices, pasta, meat, ice cream, and yes, toilet paper. If you've been to the store lately, you may have been met with scenes like this. Empty shelves from the cereal aisle to deodorant and paper goods, everyday items in increasingly short supply. Data from last week shows just how widespread the problem is. 16 percent of beverages were out of stock at the nation's grocery stores, 14 percent of snack foods, and 13 percent of frozen items out of stock. makes me kind of angry, like, why? It's the latest effect of shipping and distribution delays that have hampered nearly every business in America.
6: Something is interrupted somewhere in the food chain, whether it's packaging or containers or labor or the trucking to get it off the warehouse dock.
10: Dozens of cargo ships are still lingering out at sea, while trucks, railways and warehouses remain understaffed. We're buying more
8: products than ever before, whether they be online, pick up at stores or at our big box
10: retailers and the American importer is struggling to keep up with that demand. Big-box retailers like Target, Costco and Home Depot are all scrambling to make sure shelves stay stocked ahead of the holiday surge. Costco and Sam's Club have started limiting how many paper products and cleaning supplies customers can buy. While Walmart, the country's largest retailer, announced unprecedented steps to make sure products arrive on time. Like chartering its own cargo ships, diverting shipments through less congested ports and rail stations, and hiring more than 20,000 permanent supply chain workers to help move products through its facilities. The bargain online retailer Overstock.com is struggling to keep its warehouses stocked. Its CEO warning customers, the challenges are here to stay.
11: I think it's, for a time, the new normal. I think we can expect this well into 2022.
10: So as we head into the holiday season, here are some tips for buying food and gifts. Plan ahead. Start shopping now for non-perishables you'll need for holiday dinners. Consider buying and freezing things like turkey and other meat when you see it in stock. Look for generic brands and build those potential price hikes into your budget. Meals and presents will probably cost more this year. All right, not what anyone wants to hear, but experts say their number one tip, guys, don't stockpile. They say you're not going to need it, and it only makes the problem worse.
5: But I see you're hanging on
11: to that. Don't squeeze the Charmin. One (laughs) of Kristen's (laughs) kids just got their birthday
5: present. Exactly. Thanks, Kristen. That's funny. What you got for the weather? All right, let's
11: show you what we're looking at. And uh, for today, we've got some snow out through the Rockies. Severe weather will be firing up ahead of that system. So we're going to be watching the flooding possibly from San Antonio on into Dallas. Temperatures fairly mild in in the eastern two-thirds of the country. Anywhere from 10 to 20 degrees above average. But in the Plains and the Rockies, 10 to 30 degrees below average with that snowstorm firing up. Strong winds through the southwest. Afternoon strong storms in the central and southern plains. A fantastic fall day today from New England all the way down to the Gulf. Don't forget, check out our Today Show Radio Series XM Channel 108 today at 1 o'clock. Off the rails. Off the rails. Off the rails. But before the that, secrets. best time of the day.
0: <laughs> star I want to
9: say good morning to Chanel good and morning, also we're going to talk to, I mean, Dylan Dreyer has got yeah. a new book, yep, Baby yeah. Rusty. There's Dilly. We're going to uh,
0: talk to them in a She looks so good. I know, sta- that's the tease. Uh,
9: first up, though, on Pop Start, Timothy Chalamet, the actor known for starring in films like Little Woman and Lady Bird, sharing a first look at his next role as Willy Wonka. Chalamet giving fans a peek at his look from the upcoming movie musical titled Wonka. The film is a prequel. Oh, wow focusing on a young Willy Wonka and his adventures that leads up to opening the chocolate factory. Chalamet writing, the suspense is terrible, I hope it will last. (laughs) He of course takes on the role made famous by former Willy Wonka's Gene Wilder, the best, that debuted in 1971. Still one of the best movies of all time. Donnie Depp remade it in 2005 and in keeping with the tradition set by previous films Wonka will feature original new music in a recent interview with Time Magazine Chalamet revealing that he spent a weekend at London's Abbey Road recording studio working on the soundtrack Wonka set to premiere in 2023. Great casting on that. Next up J.K. Rowling the Harry Potter author is celebrating Christmas early this year. Rowling out with a new book today titled The Christmas Pig. It's the story of a boy who loses his beloved toy pig on Christmas Eve. With the help of his replacement toy goes on an adventure to find it. Oh. Rowling sharing how her own son experience inspired
7: the story. He had this grubby little pink pig, which he still has out, but which was always getting lost, just like Jack in the story. He was constantly hiding this pig. And I became panicky that one day he was going to lose this pig for good. So I bought a replacement and I hid it in a cupboard. I kept thinking about what it would be like to be the replacement toy, this second pig. And out of that grew the story of the Christmas pig. Wow. Right. Hmm. To hear more Aww. of J.K.
9: Rowling on the new book, The Christmas Pig, you can head over today to today.com. And finally, today also marks the release of our very own Dylan Dreyer's yeah. first children's book, yes. Missy yeah. the Cloud, a very stormy day. And in honor of the big occasion, we've got the author on the line. <laughs> dilly Dilly, you are tough
2: looking, but hey. we got you. It's an exclusive. We'll, some, you guys. we'll
9: start plugging your book in a second. Let's get to the good stuff. How is Baby Rusty? <laughs>
2: Baby Rusty is, I mean, he's a a dream. It makes Ollie look so difficult because this baby literally just sleeps and eats all day long, Mm. and it's no problem. I mean, Oliver's the one I've been (laughs) struggling with at this point, but... Um, I mean, bringing them home to the boys, that Calvin is absolutely obsessed. Like, it's hard to find a picture where Calvin isn't hugging him or mm-hmm. kissing him or laying on top of him. So, um, it's it's just been a really, really
5: special time. Oh, that, I love that. that raises the question how Ollie feels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie was the, the yeah, king yeah, of he, the he castle. Now he's the middle guy. Yeah. He was.
2: I mean, Ollie wasn't a baby for that long before we just bring home another baby. So he's he's adjusting. Um, he doesn't really understand the word gentle. So um, we're, we're trying to teach him that word. Um, there's a lot of jumping on the couch, so we have to we have to keep the baby away from the couch or else he's just going to get stepped on and, at this point. And really quickly, Dylan, how are you? I mean, we haven't lost sight of the fact that you had this little guy almost two yeah. months early yeah. and, and now he's home. You've got a party of six, if you include Bosco. If you include Bosco, yeah, you know, the, the Running joke was I didn't think I was going to last till my due date because I, I felt huge this time around, although I didn't really think he'd come six weeks early. But I have to say, um, I was at New York Presbyterian of Lower Manhattan mm-hmm. and the, the NICU team. Mm. I mean, it, it actually made everything so much easier because they put the baby on the schedule. They, you know, had the baby the first few nights so I got to sleep. He stayed there for a week so I got to sleep. Mm. So, in a weird way, it was almost like he was taken care of, and I didn't wow. have to do all the work the first, you know, those first two weeks that are the hardest. So, um, I mean, and and now he's thriving. I feel great. I mean, I'm I mean, and right you now. didn't have I'm to be pregnant
5: though. for six more weeks. woman <laughs> 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 knows know. that we know that's bonus. pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> hey, <Dylan.
0: laughs> Congratulations on a lot of things, by the way. Haley's having withdrawal from not seeing Calvin Aww. and not seeing you, but <laughs> we do have your book. Misty the Cloud. It is already a favorite in our house. You have been waiting to give birth to this book for a long time. The, the moment Aww, is here. I know. They're crazy about it. But tell us what it feels like to finally have this book out in the universe.
2: Well, I, I honestly didn't think I, I would be home promoting this book because, I mean, this book was supposed to come out in September. So everything just kind of changed. Um, But, I mean, this is literally something my husband, Brian, and I worked on for 10 years. It was just this little idea. You know, you look up at the sky, and and at least me, maybe because I'm a meteorologist, I don't know. But I look up at the sky, and I imagine, what if there's a world up there? What Mm. if these clouds are doing things? You know, when you used to be scared of thunder, your parents always told you it was the angels bowling or something. (laughs) You know, But what if there was this world up there? And then it just kind of... our imagination just ran wild because I realized how many emotions are tied to the weather. You know, Mm -hmm. you wake up, it's cloudy. It kind of makes you feel a little grumpy or a thunderstorm makes you, reminds you of being angry or a sunny day brings a smile to your face. Rainbows bring a smile to your face. You know, so there's, there's so many Parallels between the weather and your feelings—that I, I thought this would just be a perfect way to introduce kids to the weather without throwing it in their face and just just making it fun for them—and and it's something they can always look up at and, and just kind of daydream a little bit. Well,
6: I've thumbed through it, Dylan. It's it's a great read, mm-hmm. but the illustrations are fantastic as well beautiful. Yeah,
2: Rosie Butcher is our illustrator. And I mean, because this is a book I've had in my head for so many years. I was very particular about the illustrations and she just somehow brought my imagination to life. She just totally nailed exactly what I imagine these clouds look like Mm -hmm. and I mean even the science in the back of the book I I tried to you know, not put too much science in the Mm -hmm. story itself so it could be more Mm -hmm. of an emotional story. But then in the back of the book you have you know, some some weather terms why thunderstorms happen why warm air rises and cold air sinks and I mean even that kind of stuff Rosie was able to you know just put in a way that makes, hopefully, science fun for kids.
11: Hey, did did you, have you done the thing that I think every author's honest, they do, and walk into a bookstore to see it on the (laughs) shelves?
2: I know I've done that. (laughs) It came out today, so I haven't had a chance Mm -hmm. yet, but I did order myself a copy on Amazon. (laughs) I mean, they sent me two big boxes of books, but I wanted to see what it would be like to actually open the envelope and bam, there she is. I'm just mm -hmm. so excited. The
9: Mm -hmm. book looks great. It's a long read. I'm going to wait for the movie, but... Have you have you there read it? There is
2: an audio version of that.
9: <laughs> have you read it to the boys? What do they think of Misty?
2: Oh I, yes, I've read it so many times it's almost memorized to this point. Calvin was actually um, you know part of the the. He he helped me write the whole thing because every time he didn't understand something, here's Brian pretending to (laughs) (laughs) to
0: respond.
2: Mr. Attention Span. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's teaching the kids young. But Calvin, you know, (laughs) anything he didn't understand, we'd change it. Anything he thought was funny, we kept in the book. You know, he was he was kind of my my Focus. Co-editor on this whole yeah, thing. I love well, love
9: congratulations that. on both birthday projects. You. Yeah,
5: it's so good to see you. You look great. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We miss you too,
9: Dilly. will be back in the third hour, and you can find more about the book "Missy the Cloud" at
0: today.com
9: Love you, Dilly. Talk to you later. All
0: right, straight ahead, guys. Two brothers with stories to share about growing up and staying grounded in Hollywood. Ron and Clint Howard are here. We're going to talk about their very personal new memoir. They have a lot of stories to share. Coming up.
5: 8:30 now. It is a Tuesday morning. We're out here on the plaza, saying hello, taking selfies. oh, yes. yes. So glad all these folks decided hello, to start Texas. their day here at Rockefeller Plaza. I'm so it's warm out here, but I'm feeling the winds of fall coming. To, yes. Right?
0: She wants to raid our closet. Yeah, okay, closet. I think she does. Yeah, I love that. All right, that. you guys, coming up. Two brothers with over a century of showbiz experience between them. We're talking about Ron Howard and Clint Howard. We're going to catch up with these two about finding fame in childhood, making it last, and what made them put it all down on the pages of a new memoir. Oh,
11: Great to see that. And then Jill Martin's in the house, lining up an extra cozy edition of Steals and Deals so that we'll actually look forward to the cooler weather that's already here.
9: All right, that sounds good. Plus, a first-hand look at the biggest success of the Kansas City Chiefs, and it has nothing to do with winning Super Bowls. It's giving back in a really big way to feed their communities. Stephanie Gosk's here with that really inspiring story.
6: And yeah, looking forward to that one too. Uh, by the way, coming up in just a few minutes on the third hour of today, Project One Way stars Christian Serrano, Nina Garcia, Nina Garcia. They're both going to join us here in Studio One A to fill us in on the new season. Lots to get to. But Wait, before before we get to the weather, can I just yes? Do sure, one quick thing. Absolutely, yeah. I
0: just see Greenville, Mississippi. It was sure. the very first market I ever worked, and oh. I just want to say hi to these ladies. Hi, you guys. Is this for W X V T? Yes, yes, oh it God. is. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, but I just want to say thank you for coming. Whenever Do you remember, you lo- Hoda? What's the picture back then?
2: I gotta yes, something. it was my daughter that worked. For her, with her. With oh, me, definitely yes.
0: with me. J.B. Bullard. J.B. Bullard. J.B. Bullard's mom is here. All right. You know, what, I, I I, so many reasons to love this plaza. Yeah. I found my third grade teacher on this yes. plaza. Yeah. WXVT's on the plaza. We've all met yep. friends yes. and yep. loved plaza ones. The plaza brings people it's together. Exactly. All, yeah. uh, Mr. relatives Yes. Yeah. The relatives. <laughs> Let's
11: show you what we've got as we look ahead toward today. Nice fall day here in the Northeast. Heavy snow through the Rockies and the Northern Plains. Severe storms in the Central Plains. Then as we move into tomorrow, and it's going to be mild for October through the Ohio and Mississippi River valleys, but strong storms from the northern plains all the way back down into Texas where we've got a flood threat, snowy and windy in the northern Rockies, some unsettled wet weather in the Pacific Northwest. That's what's going on around the country. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods.
5: And that
11: is your latest with
5: Al. Thank you. Well, coming up next, Ron Howard, Clint Howard, this is your life. They're going (laughs) to be sharing some stories about growing up in Hollywood and the valuable lessons they've learned from each other and their parents during six decades in show business and counting. But first, this is today on NBC.
0: Welcome back. Our next, next guest grew up on TV sets across America in the 60s and 70s with starring roles in The Andy Griffith Show. Happy days. Oh, and don't forget, gentlemen. I mean, look at these cuties. And flash forward
5: to today, Ron and Clint Howard are still in show business and they're opening up about their unique childhood in a new book. It's called The Boys, a memoir of Hollywood and family. Ron and Clint, it's so good to see you here. It's
8: fun to be here.
5: I, I was just, like, smiling when you guys were looking at your family pictures yeah. Up on the big screen. This is really a walk down memory lane. This book.
8: Well, a lot of the fun uh, in, in working uh, on the book. Uh, not only the surprises that we that we sort of uh, that were revealed to us in a way by by exploring. You know, we're, we're not the types that look back so much. But also going through the photos. And there are a lot of great ones in the, in, the, in the book that we found.
0: Well, it's a lot of fun that you two get to hang out and go on this book tour. It's but a But there's always an, an adage about um, kids in Hollywood and what happens to them. And yet you guys are so grounded. You seem like, yeah, I was just imagining what your parents were like when you were growing up. How do you think that came to be? Well, they were,
12: they were honest with us. And they were not... They, they were not mesmerized by show business. Yeah. They, they, they had a wonderful work ethic, and they instilled that in us from an early age. I mean, we both started when we were wee little lads. <laughs> you know, and, and it's just, it's, it's all we know. In fact, I don't remember when I wasn't an actor.
8: Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, show business was their dream. Yeah. You know, they fell in love. They were at University of Oklahoma with, you know, these k- kooky kids from the Midwest. They had no real reason to believe they could do it. Ran away to New York, you know, and and they they made this dream happen, uh-huh. and we were the beneficiaries of this ambition, this yeah. vision, and this spirit that they had. It could
5: have gone so many different ways, yeah. though, when you have two parents who have perhaps unrealized ambition, yeah. and then their kids do realize it. Mm-hmm. But what comes across is how much integrity they had mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of the work, but also just even things like your dad, you know, they didn't take, they didn't take the money. They made sure that you yeah. kids knew yeah. you were not the meal ticket.
8: Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. That was their principal. But everything was about a kind of logic. We, we sort of call it, what, Midwestern Zen.
6: Yeah.
12: <laughs> uh,
8: it's just a simple logic that they adhered to in a set of principles, and it sort of all boiled down to treat other people the way you'd like to be treated. Uh, and uh, and they made great decisions time and again, and I think if there were any surprises for me, it's not so much the nostalgic look back. That yeah. stuff's great, and I always remembered it, and it was fun to revisit. But it really is the family story, and the, the, the twists and turns, and the family dynamics, and I, yes, I'm very fortunate in a way this is a kind of a survival story Mm -hmm. and I owe that to my our parents as well and how how many how many sons are able to say that about their their parents
12: and as we took this kind of deep dive you know dad didn't have the relationship with granddad Mm -hmm. that that he had with us Mm -hmm. and and mom didn't have the relationship with with their parents how did they get it
8: Mm-hmm. How did they
0: have that touch? It, it you know, baffling.
12: It, it has to have a lot to do with love.
0: Yeah. yeah, so many interesting tidbits in the books too. We were fans of Happy Days. We loved the show, <laughs> oh, um, and I didn't realize that in making of the show they wanted Fonzie, the Fonzie character, to be to have top billing, to right. be the main guy
8: at a certain point. At a certain point, <laughs> and you kind of said, "No, that that doesn't really work for me." Oh, yeah, and, th- and sort of Henry and I always got along just yeah. great. But yeah, it was it was uh, you know important in the book to revisit that for. Me because it was, it was sort of a launching pad. First, it was an understanding that, hey, this is a really tough business, Yeah. and you do have to be ready to fight for yourself at times, and defend yourself, or make tough decisions, like, you know, I will do this and I will do that. Leaving the show was one of the most difficult decisions, yeah. which, which wasn't around that problem. Yeah. That was three or four years or, uh, uh, earlier. but you know i realized that i wouldn't have become the filmmaker i wouldn't be yeah. have gotten involved in a production company and all of those things had i not in a way been sort of propelled by you know a little bit of this this conflict and these challenges
5: well there's i mean some good showbiz stories in yeah. there i was shocked to know that and it's so funny w- when you played opie yeah I would think that's going to make you the most popular kid in school. Yeah. yeah. No, you no. were teased for that.
8: Popular was it. Yeah, it, it was not so comfortable when I would go back to public yeah. school. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, had to, I had to learn to fight a little bit. Dad, mm-hmm. Dad was pretty good at. <laughs> he was a pretty tough guy. Yeah. Uh, and he filled me in and I was able to uh, handle myself. My mom was so also just this. None of this would have happened without her. Her mm-hmm. spirit was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. There's a story in the book that we have, that, uh, but I'll tell it. It's sh- she loved Christmas. And she was so determined, when Dad and Clint were doing Gentleman, and mom was looking after me on The Andy Griffith Show, and, and she just wanted the house to look great when mm-hmm. they got there. And she was just so driven. She was out there in the rain, in <laughs> Burbank, California. It doesn't rain that often, but it was raining on her. And, and she's waiting for them to get here. And she's, she's got, she, you know, she's got her mints all going. Uh, she's trying to put up the lights. I'm thinking, mom, w- let, let me help you. No, 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 stay out of the rain. Mom, dad's gonna be here in, I don't know, an hour. He'll help you do it. No, 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 the house is gonna look great. They love Christmas and and we're gonna be ready. And so you know, the the water put the put the menthol out, but she got the lights out. And she looked great and hugged them and we had a great Christmas. You know,
12: they were show parents. Yeah. But they were also Hall of Fame PTA parents. That's cool. Baseball parents. That's cool. The hours and hours that mom spent on a park bench watching me play Little League Baseball. Uh, And the fact that she ran the gauntlet and became the PTA president of Burbank, California. Wow. You guys
8: gotta be looking after our company. Yeah, wow. Yes. Well, she, she
0: was a dynamic woman. Well, well you're their bo- best production. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. No yeah. kidding. Guys, thank you so much. Ron and My Cliff, pleasure. thank you so much. Again, the boys, it is out today. You can find more about it on our website at
5: todaycom shop. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you, you for your time. time. Just ahead, winter is coming, and Jill Martin is ready. Steals and deals on everything you need so you don't have to dread the cold. But first, this is Today on NBC.
7: Yay! That was great.
5: This Parker, now we're <laughs> back with steals and deals. The weather's getting chilly, and of course, we do need ways to stay warm, don't we?
0: We sure do. Well, lifestyle and commerce contributor Joe has is covered with great deals on must have items to keep us cozy. As always, you can scan that QR code on the bottom of your screen for instant access. Perfect timing, this, this is, is oh. looking good. Yeah. All of a sudden, it just got cold. This yeah. is like our
1: first day. We're all shivering. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's start with the laundry by Shelly Siegel outerwear. Talk about cozy. And if you could look at this one, it has a double layer here. There's three choices you could check out today.com. There's one with a cinch waist, all different colors, machine washable, removable hood, water resistant. Great way to stay cozy and the faux fur hood. Yeah. The retail 275, the deal 79. Mm, oh that's 71% I like that. off. Yeah, it's good. And as we move into the cooler months, outerwear is such a big deal because you could wear it every day. It's a great investment. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, these are super fun and a great way to just add a pop to any outfit. The Portolano it's Italian nappa leather gloves with cashmere lining. I'm surprised you went for the blue. That's well,
0: a, I don't know. It was just sitting there. Yeah, I typically wouldn't think, I didn't think you hand. would go that direction. Hand. They
1: come in two styles: the classic, which is shorter, and then more of a bracelet length, which is mm-hmm. a little higher. Mm-hmm. Great for cold weather, of course. A wardrobe stable cashmere you know. lining, available Ooh. in 17 colors. So really makes a beautiful gift. These sell out really quickly. Mm-hmm. The retail 135 to 150. The deal 45 up to 70% off. Okay. Can you text us? <laughs> a cozy scarf. I love something that you could wear all year oh, round. Yes. And that also adds a pop of color. Yeah. So you could wear it as a pashmina just around your shoulders or you could it tie up. it. I'll show on Instagram <laughs> how to tie it different ways. So the retail $99 from Ya Living, it's a cotton blend. Again, you could wear it in the summer, you could mm-hmm. wear it as a sarong. I mean, it really does it all. The retail 99, the deal 29. That's 70% nice. off. That also makes a great gift and great oh, yeah. for travel. I always yeah. put one in my bag case it's
5: cold on just the plane. like, yeah, yes.
1: just to cuddle up. Okay, this is a Hoda special because uh, it's already wrapped. <laughs> yes, um, this is a great so yeah. The Seda yeah. France richly scented, hand poured pagoda candles. The mm. retail, thirty nine ninety five. Now the notes are inspired by French design, mean with premium ingredients, sixty hour burn time, beautiful packaging, hand poured, Cute. made yeah. in the U S. Retail thirty nine ninety five, and it comes in the, of course the beautiful box. The deal is sixteen dollars. Mm-hmm. That's sixty percent off. That's, That's a good great, hostess great gift oh, yeah, yeah. for a oh, holiday
5: yeah. party or Thanksgiving
1: going to Everybody loves yes, it. I know. Here, yeah, right I'm gonna now. give this to you too, right right because I know yeah, you're right 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 This is the Barefoot okay. Dreams Cozy Chic oh, Throw. Always sells out, comes with the bow. It's uh elegant, it's a great oh. throw, comes in all the neutral colors.
0: We didn't undo it. Okay, it's yes. Still cozy. The retail oh, I is it. 147,
1: it won't oh. shrink, pill, or wrinkle. The deal is 67. Oh. That's 54% off. Wow. And this, wow. is a great wow. gift. this is it's also a good gift, gift too. Yes. Yeah. Snug over here. And this, some hot chocolate, if you're cold, I don't yeah. think it has dairy in it. These are cute. Cute. This is for you. Oh, thank you. And it's mm. not, these feel like so glass, good. but they're shatter proof. So oh, yeah. the Joy Joel Double water insulated glasses, beautiful colors here, very neutral. They come in a set of four mugs and hold 13 and a half ounces. Cute. Double wall insulated, which will keep your drink warm as well. Dishwasher, microwave, oven, and freezer safe, so you don't have to worry about them. Not fussy, shatter resistant, easy to clean. Shatter Gift resistant. box included. Brilliant. The retail 139.95. The deal 35 for the set. That's good. That's, That's good. And I like all these colors. Of, yeah,
5: really pretty, interesting colors mm-hmm. for a pop to the table. And they look cool once you put the liquid yeah. in. Cheers, Thank everybody. Everybody Cheers! This is too happy,
1: happy, happy fall. Yes, right. thank you, Jillian. And wow. that wraps up our warm edition of Steals and Deals. Of course, let's go through the products one more time. The Laundry by Shelley Siegel outerwear, the Portolano <laughs> Italian Napa leather gloves with cashmere lining, the Ya Living <sighs> cozy scarf, the Seda French richly scented hand poured pagoda candles, the Barefoot Dreams cozy sheet throw, the Giorgio mm-hmm. Don mm-hmm. double wall insulated Good night. glasses. <laughs> night. But wait, guys! No. I have one more deal for what? you as a surprise. I'm sorry, we so, sleeping. they're sleeping, but you're gonna to be able to watch this with your cozy because tomorrow we're premiering our epic hour-long special Peacock really? presents we worked so hard on this Steals and deals throwback edition oh, yeah. on today all day. That's on Peacock. And in honor of that we have another bonus deal no, just like for it. our viewers Peacock Myself. is offering an exclusive exclusive 30% off 6 months of a Peacock premium subscription. All you have to do is use the code today 30 mm. head to today.com slash deals for all the wow. details and to shop today's products and don't forget to tune in tomorrow starting at 9. You guys are going to really use that for Steals and Deals starting at 9 today all day oh, on Peacock no. to get shopping. A reminder, Peacock is part of our parent company, NBC Universal, and today works with affiliate partners and may earn a commission on purchases made through our links at today.com. Oh, read me a story. And, <laughs> and, me, and, see the cat. and Hoda has a line, but I could do it if oh, you okay, no,
5: sleeping. All right, you'll be back tomorrow. Even more Steals <laughs> <Yes>. and Deals <laughs> sneak sneaky. <leg>. You <laughs> want to snuck in? It yeah. feels so good. Enjoy. Coming up next on our once in a lifetime oh. series, Stephanie Goss takes us yeah. to Kansas City where NFL players are giving back to their community one meal at a time. But first, this is today on NBC. Oh,
10: this is cozy. It feels good, doesn't it? Good job. I love baby. you, Jill.
6: That was fun. We are back with once in a lifetime, our series with NBC sports leading up to the Super Bowl and The Winter Olympics, both of them, of course, here on NBC.
9: This morning, the remarkable success of the Kansas City Chiefs off the field. thats winning them a lot more fans. Stephanie's here with that story. Good
3: morning. Good morning, guys. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs already have an outsized presence in their city, especially in recent years with a dazzling quarterback and a Super Bowl win to show for it. But the team has long wanted to be more than just some excitement on Sundays. I had a chance to see just what they mean. On the field, these are the guys you don't want to run into. I move people for fun. But when they're not sacking quarterbacks, defensive lineman Colin Saunders and Derek Noddy helped the Kansas City Chiefs tackle a much tougher opponent, hunger. For young players that are joining the Chiefs, they're probably just thinking, oh, God, I got to get on the field. And I got to play. Right. How does this then become part of what they do?
9: The message is given to them early on, that this is part of being part of this organization. If you're gonna be on this team, you're gonna be in the community.
3: I feel like the standard is kind of set by, um, you know, our captains, our leaders, and then we kind of all just fall into that. In Kansas City during the pandemic, requests for food assistance went up as much as 40%. Across the U.S., as many as one in six children will face hunger this year. For over 30 million kids, school lunches are the only reliable meal in their day. That leaves a dangerous gap over the weekends. This one gets a little tricky. The Chiefs work with Harvesters, a local food bank, to put together backpacks of food for kids and their families as part of the Back Snacks program. The team also sponsors food drives, helping to generate nearly 1.7 million meals for the city. You guys are kind of like the, the ambassadors, right? Yeah, I've always been helping out with, with harvesters.
9: I'll just give away my own food just to help out just
3: yeah. any little bit. I'm not from here, but uh, since I'm here, this is part of my community. Yeah. So I want to do my part and do what mm-hmm. best that I can to help out. At Guadalupe Elementary School, 50 kids go home with a bag of non-perishable food every Friday, usually assembled by Chiefs volunteers from across the organization. And last week, star players pitched in to deliver the backpacks. For these families, it can make all the difference.
5: It's really important, you know. uh, You can never
1: have enough food, to be honest. You could have all the food in the world and still never be enough.
3: In Kansas City, everyone is a Chiefs fan. Meeting them is even better than game day. What does it show you about them and the team when they take some time and come out to your boys' school? Oh, Okay,
9: this is
4: surprising to me. I'm kind of like excited myself because I never saw a Chiefs player. i never been to a game, but I always watched it from home.
2: They were so selfless to come out here and just bring happiness to the children and to all of us because we love the Chiefs out here in Kansas City.
3: There is no doubt the Chiefs love their city back. <laughs> Being football players and doing what we do, um, a lot of people around here uh, look up to us and uh, you get to see that joy in their eyes and stuff, and, and then also to be able to help and with tying in that joy, it's, just, it's, a, it's a really good thing. And for me, my home is of course back in Virginia, but at the same time since I'm here, this is my home.
9: So I wanna make sure that I can do anything I can.
3: Lots of teams and individual players give back to their communities across the country. What's interesting about the Chiefs is they are laser focused as a team on the problem of hunger in Kansas mm-hmm. City. And they say that that is a way that they feel they can make a real practical difference.
9: There's so many great things that players and teams and organizations do for their community. But there's yep. something particular about the idea of children not mm-hmm. having enough food. Yeah. Yeah. That just seems yeah. like, like in the United States of America. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's a problem.
6: So.
3: And especially bad now uh, during the pandemic. Yeah. right? It's okay. so, it's
6: a beautiful
10: story, Steph. Thanks. Thank you.
6: Uh, just a few minutes from now, the third hour of today will start, and uh, Mr. Roker's got a thoughtful conversation. You spent some time with young activist Greta
11: Thunberg, right? That's right. He's the head of the U.N. climate conference, and see, she has some interesting things she uh, she's talking about.
0: All we'll right. look forward to that. Also, on Hoda and Jenna, we are catching up with comedian Chelsea Handler. She oh, she's in love. In love. Right. And we're going to find out if she's planning to tie the knot. Oh, oh really? So. Yeah. Do you Do think so? Don't that
6: tell. That's a juicy tune. Isn't that a good one? Yeah. Yeah. She,
0: she reveals a lot. You right, know the answer already, don't you? I do. She's good. Oh, Dakota uh, yes, uh, uh, know knows all. Next up, the third hour of today.